I do like alcohol. I think I'm like a a mid-level alcoholic right now. It is Tuesday evening. Welcome to the Settle for More podcast. I've been... I need to be more mindful of the way I sound on here. I I said earlier in the podcast that this is kind of good. This is a, another version of self-talk that I like to do. But... Eh, not really. I I did it by my like I did it the other day without a microphone and it's just so much better than doing it in front of a microphone. Because there's no there's no worry about what I'm gonna say. I don't have to have a filter. But I think one advantage for talking in front of a microphone is you, I, I, I focus more on how I sound, on how my voice sounds, and I guess that's good. It's, it's helping me be a better speaker, maybe not a better communicator per se, maybe, but for sure a better speaker. Are those synonymous? Uh, no, I don't think. Communicator, I would assume, is is like if you're a good communicator, you, you can talk to someone else in a very effective way. But a speaker, you know, that's that can really just be you. So yeah, it's definitely I hope it's making me a better speaker. Because I am thinking more about it. I I feel like I try to make my voice a little deeper whenever I start recording. More concise. Enunciate. But, yeah. I read a hundred-something pages of mastery earlier today. My brain hurts a little bit. It worked out. My tits hurt a little bit. I coded. So my head hurts a little more, a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm still unemployed. Uh, but I already have interviews set up and better paying jobs, better schedule. So maybe this was a good thing. I was never worried. Um, I was doing part-time with the last job. I know I mentioned that. And this one pays better, so I can even milk the hell out of that part-time. Um, money. <laughs> well, shit, what if this company goes under two? Like, I was, I was looking back on uh, when I was working for this last company, and I was doing part-time, and I was just fine with me but I had no idea it would turn into seasonal work so they just let us all go 
And then I started thinking, maybe I should have added one more day a week. Because one more day a week, man, that adds that adds almost five hundred more dollars to my paycheck or something. But oh well, it's all good. Everything's working out. I don't stress about it. That's one thing I've always been pretty good at, not stressing about things such as looking for new work and possibly getting evicted. I mean, the it, the the potential is there, but it doesn't bother me. I figure it out. And that's the thing, at least for me, I would say for most people, whenever you're in a stressful situation like that, your brain kind of gets more creative and and learns how to figure things out more efficiently, more quickly. And, yeah, it was fine. I want to get drunk a little bit before I start working again. I do like alcohol. I think I'm like a... A mid-level alcoholic right now. (laughs) Like, the kind of alcoholic that can manage it. Like, um, let's see. Uh, Maybe alcoholic. Man, there needs to be a better word for this. What's a good mid-level? Like, if alcohol is in my... If it's in my apartment and I don't have to go to work the next day, I'm going to drink all of it. Well, I shouldn't say all of it. As much as I feel it's doing the trick. But also, if it's not in my apartment, I I won't really think about it. You know, it won't like, you know, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But if it's there, but I, n- I never drink on a work night. I think that's what takes a true alcoholic. Is if you're drinking and you have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. Then you're an alcoholic. Maybe. Whatever I am, it's it's a little excessive for me. But it's probably not as bad as a lot of people have it. Definitely. Not probably, definitely not as bad. It's super manageable. I'm a functioning alcoholic. There we go. Why am I an alcoholic? Uh, first of all, I don't even know if this qualifies as being an alcoholic. Maybe, I don't know. We all have different standards. I if it If it makes me feel bad, if the level of alcohol I'm drinking makes me personally feel bad then maybe I'm an alcoholic to myself. But maybe not the dictionary definition of alcoholic. Maybe that's what should qualify as an alcoholic. I don't know. It's, it's Words are such a tricky thing. <sighs> because maybe if there wasn't a word for it, would more people feel less bad about it? But because there is a word for it, there's a de- designation for a level of alcohol consumption. 
So there's more shame behind it. I don't know. I, I say that a lot when I'm trying to think on the spot. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. But uh, I, 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 I could probably be drinking less for sure. I drink seltzers mainly, so I don't, I don't get fat anymore how I used to. I'm actually, I look pretty good, honestly. But, okay, maybe if, here's, here's my definition of alcoholic. You, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, you, it makes you feel bad. You know, it, there's a mental element involved. You're losing money because of it. You're not able to save money. Um, you're doing it frequently, you know, like every night or every other night. Um, I guess that's it. I guess. I don't know. I should... I don't want to Google it. Should I Google it? Fine. I'll Google it. Let's say... Um, define alcoholic. Alcoholic. Ugh. My spelling has gotten worse over the years. Containing or relating to alcoholic liquor. What? Person suffering from alcoholism. That, I hate when these definitions do this. Like, what's an alcoholic? It means you suffer from alcoholism. Ah, so now I have to Google alcoholism. Um, chronic disease characterized by uncontrolled drinking and preoccupation with alcohol. Alcoholism is the inability to control drinking due to both physical and emotional dependence on alcohol. Mm. So yeah, maybe I have a degree to that. Maybe it's one of those things that's a spectrum. Like everything, everything's a spectrum, right? But, um, there's more I could be doing in my day-to-day life that would be a little more fulfilling where I wouldn't really feel the need to drink, you know. So maybe I do have a slight, a slight smidge of alcoholism. Uh, it's, it's enough for me to notice. But again, f- most people probably have it worse. Most people who, who would be considered alcoholics. This is a tricky question. <clears throat> it, I drink, I drink on the weekends, okay. But as I'm currently unemployed, I I plan on drinking on a Tuesday. Am I an alcoholic? On a level from one to ten of alcoholism, maybe I'm a three, a three or a four. I think that's fair. That's very manageable. As long as you can manage it and it doesn't ruin your savings and you can still function and you can still be happy. And it's not every day, yada, yada. Yeah, I'm fine. I'll be fine. But... I, you know, especially with coding, there's a lot of stress involved with coding, especially at this level, 
where I've made it so far in my skills, but at the same time, I'll, I'll be presented a challenge, a project, and I realize how far behind I am. And it just feels like I'm on this plateau. And I, I can't get off of it. And so that kind of leads me uh, to code less. Like I have, especially in the last two weeks, I've been less inclined to code. <clears throat> I still have, but not as much. In my in my heyday, it was like 20 to 30 hours a week of coding. Now maybe it's 10 to 15, which is still, that's a lot, I, I, would, I would guess, you know. For people who who learn an instrument or something, you know, you could you could just do fifteen minutes a day on something like that, and you'll you'll make a you'll go a long way within a month or two, just fifteen minutes a day. And I'm still putting in at least an hour or so. That's kind of what it takes with coding, though. I don't I don't know if anyone could actually just do fifteen minutes a day of coding, because that information will quickly leave your head. But so like I'm in this I'm in this phase where it's just I'm I'm at this hump level and I just can't get over it just yet. I'm I'm on the midst. It's I'm almost to the point where there's nothing left to teach me. I'm almost to a point where Okay, I pretty much learned everything there is, and now I just have to apply it creatively on these projects. But as it's as I'm on this plateau, I'm less inclined to code, which makes me feel bad. And I drink a little more. But I can at least recognize where my where my inclination to drink more is coming from. Because when I was coding for six hours a day, that's all I was doing. I, that's all I was thinking about. I didn't even think about drinking or anything. Because my mind was just so occupied. I was, it was so creative. I was coming up with all these ideas. But as I tried to implement these ideas, I realized I had to learn a little bit more. So I had to dive deeper into the the learning, the the next step, and it got really hard, <laughs> and I'm still on it. I did about two hours today of coding, <sighs> but once I get past this plateau, I'm hoping it'll be smooth selling. I applied at a few internships for coding recently, and haven't heard back yet. And they're like three month turn three month like summer internships paid pretty well, and if they like me, they'll keep me stuff like that. That would be the best way to learn how to code just getting thrown into the deep end where you're forced and you know it goes back to what I was saying earlier how your brain will become creative by default you know you you have to, you know it's the same reason people put off an essay until the last night. And out of nowhere, you have this sharp 
ability to think and gather information and make it not terrible. I can't tell you how many essays I did in college. Where was this a night before? I had like three hours to write it or something. Then I ended up getting a 90-something. There's something to that. There's something about forcing yourself into the deep end where people can just operate under high-stress situations. So, yeah, that's where I'm at in life right now. Trying to figure out if he's an alcoholic or not. I don't think I am. I just, lately, I've been drinking more than usual. I don't think that makes me an alcoholic. It just makes makes me realize I I need to get past this hump. But yeah, other than that, things are good. I'm not I'm not if I am an alcoholic, I'm not a depressed one. Or I don't realize I'm de- I'm a depressed one. No, I I think I'm good. I'm pretty chipper throughout the day. I walk with my chest out. I still go hiking. It's starting to get a little warmer. That's nice. I thought I was a big fan of winter hikes, which sometimes I am. But, man, if that wind is blowing, don't even bother. That's what kills me about the winter is the wind. Because if it's 30 degrees but there's no wind, I, I barely notice that it's cold outside, but if that wind is just slightly, you know, like five miles an hour or something, it's, whew, I hate it. But, yeah, I'm going to miss Utah if I end up having to move. I, I just, I love access to hikes. That's why I did not enjoy my hometown. I like it, you know, for friends and family, all that crap. But I ha- I would have... Uh, there's a... I guess there's a couple decent hikes within an hour drive, but eh, they're okay. They're, they're nothing to brag about. But here, over, like, I'm 10 minutes away from three awesome hikes and if I just add 30 minutes to my radius I have like 500 hikes and a lot of them are hit and misses but uh, you know I have options that's nice in Texas at least where I was at you have to drive 5 hours 5 to 10 hours to like go to Big Bend or Guadalupe Peak, something like that. You got to make a whole day out of it. Here, I can just make a morning out of it. It's wonderful. That's that's like a big part of my criteria for moving to a city. How accessible are the mountains? You know, I don't want to have to just drive all day and hike and, you know, just make it so available (laughs) that's a weird way to put it but yeah Yeah, I'm still I'm still sticking to my 30 day workout challenge even though it's only 
day two. Yeah. No. Wait a second. Yeah, I started yesterday. And I did it today, too. So, yay, I'm two for two. And no fat. Yep, it's still going. That's on day three. I'll 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 be I'll admit if if I ever end up breaking either of those streaks, I'll I'll admit to it. I'll I'll be the big man and tell you I caved. But that's for another time because I am yet to do that. Remember my longest no fab streak is forty nine days. Right now I'm just trying to do two weeks. Just two weeks. It's a little see that that's something, right? I'm compensating, you know, I'm having, I'm giving myself two disciplines right now. So I'm being a little more loosey-goosey with alcohol. That's, honestly, that's one of the advices that you're often given when you're trying to build good habits, especially more than one at the, at the same time. You know, it's it's not really the best time to try to eat more healthily or give up drinking you know, it's it's not really good to just try to form all these good habits all at once. Because then, then you no longer have a vice. And then you go crazy. And then you break one of them. If you just break one of them, immediately your, your mindset just shifts downward. And you start breaking the other one, and then the other one. And then it's just a domino effect. So it's really... it's. I would imagine it's more effective to just work on one good habit at a time and then go on to the next. But right now I'm I'm doing about three, which is working out, hiking. Uh, not hiking, uh, no fap. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to read at least 10 to 20 pages every day. That was, I mean, that, that was something I was already sort of doing, but I would skip a day or two and then get back on it. Something like that. Last week, I, I don't think I read it all. So, yeah, I'm trying to read every day. I would like to finish five books this month, but that, that seems unrealistic. I, I barely squeezed out three last month. Maybe I could do it. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. But... I think this is a good stopping point. Uh, my my last few podcasts have been averaging like 20 to 25 minutes. Maybe that's a good number for me. That's that's digestible too for, for a listener, I would imagine. You don't want to be listening to me talk for an hour. You can, But you can handle maybe 20 minutes, maybe. But all right, cool. I'm going to go drink. <laughs> but okay, yeah. <laughs> Later, guys.